Hello, and welcome to Alps in Brief. Uh, this is Chris Newbold, Executive Vice President of Alps, and uh, today I sit in the bar offices of the State Bar of Nevada with Gene Leverty. Gene is the uh, President of the State Bar of Nevada, uh, lives up in the Reno area, and today our topic is uh, mandatory malpractice insurance. The, uh, the State Bar of Montana or State Bar of Nevada has been uh, contemplating uh, perhaps going in the direction of requiring lawyers to, uh, to, to have and maintain malpractice insurance as a condition of licensure. And so, Gene, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about just kind of how this issue arose in Nevada and, and, uh, and, and where you think it's heading? Okay. Well, basically, our prior president, uh, Brian Scott, uh, brought it and said we needed to do a task force to consider it. Uh, my background with regard to why I thought it was important, and I was chairman of the task force before I was president. And the reason I thought it was important goes back to my time on the Client Security Fund, where I found that a lot of the people that came that had claims for the Client Security Fund were really negligence cases where the attorneys had no malpractice insurers. So we, I, I felt we needed to look at it in order to see if there was a way we could protect the, the public. So we had to study it from the standpoint of the task force. And uh, we studied it in a lot of different ramifications with regard to looking at what other states did, with regard to Oregon, Illinois, Idaho. Then we looked at the unique factors in Nevada that would consider doing what Oregon did or forming a captive. We brought in the insurance commissioner. Alps, your participation was very helpful. And it boils down to is the task force moved, worked worked very diligently, spent a lot of time because there's a lot of elements, um, and uh, we came to the conclusion that it should be mandatory. Now, in Nevada, we have uh, statistics that we could look at because attorneys are, have to report whether or not they have malpractice and if they don't, although it's not verified. We took those statistics and we found out the ones that were honest and reported that they did not have insurance was about 15% of the bar. Uh, so we started off looking at their statistics and asking them questions in a survey to find out why they didn't have insurance. And it was surprising because we're, that 15% were not young lawyers, not solo practitioners solely, but people have been practicing for 20 years. Mm. And so we, we went into those and asked them why they didn't think malpractice insurance was necessary. We heard that, plus we heard people that were against insurance, they came to the task force. Those with patent practices felt the premiums were too high, uh, they would move to other states to practice because patent law. And we came to the conclusion that, after listening to the commissioner and companies and everything, that mandatory insurance would be recommended to the Supreme Court. Uh, and what are, you, what are you contemplating at this point in terms of what you would what you're going to be recommending um, when it comes to, to uh, coverage limits and those types of things. Okay, well, the Board of Governors adopted the task force recommendations, uh, the Board of Governors of the state of Nevada, and they recommended that adoption of 250, uh, 250 limits. Every lawyer be required to have that in the minimum. Uh, at that stage, once the Board of Governor Governors accepts it, which I thought was a gigantic uh, contribution to 
the bar by the Board of Governors because they were looking to protect the public for the honor of our profession. Mm -hmm. uh, we take that and we turn it into a proposal to present to our Nevada Supreme Court, which is the ultimate rule maker. And we've had, in fact, you were present at one of our hearings with the guard of the Supreme Court where we were bringing up and trying to push for the ADKT, which we will be shortly presenting to the Supreme Court and we will have a hearing on it. Mm. We do know from a survey that we did of our general membership, where about 10% responded, that there are some that are not in favor of malpractice because they think it's too costly for solo practitioners. So we have issues, and I know in discussions with the Chief Justice, uh, Chief Justice Douglas, that the bar is concerned about costs. What is the cost? So I, I, so I think that uh, you know, we're moving in a positive direction. It will be presented to the court. And the way I look at it, I believe we're doing something to protect the public, the state bar. And now it will be shortly in the hands of our Nevada Supreme Court to either act or not act. Mm -hmm. And you said you did a survey of those who who don't carry malpractice insurance. What, what commonalities, commonalities did you find uh, amongst that group um, in terms of just who generally goes without insurance? Well, interesting, it's solo and small practitioners, mostly solo, who uh, actually criminal lawyers, okay? I uh, didn't feel like they needed it. And those who've been practicing 20 years without a claim. They said, why should I continue paying for insurance? And then there's, there's, there's a group that says, well, even if you have a claim, the insurance company doesn't pay, they'll find a reason to get out, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, those were primarily the, the responses from the 15%. But, you know, I think that, you know, having gone to the task force in Washington and talking and getting letters from the California task force looking about malpractice, um, we all are looking at the same issues. Mm -hmm. We all have about the same numbers of uninsured, and those uninsured pretty much say the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I think that we're making, there's a movement to consider it. And, it. and I really think, from serving on the Client Security Fund and seeing how many people were really hurt by not, people, by attorneys that had no malpractice insurance, that the time has come to protect the public. Mm -hmm. And that's your principal position is that, the, 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 that we as a, as a self-regulating profession have a responsibility to ensure that our lawyers, in the event that they make a mistake, there's a remedy for the client. Absolutely, but I, I also believe that by protecting the public, we're honoring our profession. Because mm. our profession is hurt by those attorneys that don't have uh, when they commit a, uh, ne negligence, don't have a remedy for their client. Mm -hmm. And you can't continue as a profession to be respected if you don't help the public. Mm -hmm. And how does mandatory malpractice, how does that requirement fall within the mission of your organization, the State Bar of Nevada? Well, that's one of our ultimate missions is to protect the public. So it's, it's to serve our membership and protect the public is our, our goals. Uh, with regard to serving the public by protecting them, with regard to malpractice, trust accounts, those are important. And, and what we want to do is educate the lawyer to know how best to protect the public. Mm -hmm. And what do we do for our profession? By, what do we serve them by? We serve them by 
they will have more respect by the people that they serve. Mm -hmm. you've, you've obviously now studied this issue pretty in depth over the course of the last year, and obviously you, you have, uh, you have uh, experience in the, insurance, um, in the insurance sector. What have you learned uh, as part of the process that's maybe surprised you as you went through this, this, uh, this particular issue? Um, I, I was surprised that that people did. If you're in business, that people were in business without insurance. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I saw it a little bit, but I didn't know. I think it's even greater than the 15 percent that are honest. Okay, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, when you get down to it, I think that insurance, you buy it in case you make a mistake, but you hope you don't. Okay. Mm -hmm. And my background is I was a regulator of insurance in Nevada. My practice is insurance. I believe that insurance does the right thing, mm -hmm. you know, and I think it's necessary. It's, yeah. it's, it's to avoid risk. And there's only two states now that require mandatory malpractice insurance. Um, does, does, the, does, the, does it surprise you or do you think that the public has a reasonable expectation that most lawyers have malpractice insurance? Well, you know, I, I believe that at the beginning until I, in preparation for a convention in Chicago in July, I worked with a focus group. I brought in a friend who I use focus groups for trials. I said, I want to do some study on this. Surprisingly, surprisingly, people, you know, in the focus groups, they, they, they were concerned if their lawyer had insurance, they thought that would demonstrate that maybe he needed it versus praising the lawyer that had it. Mm. And the next question is, would you ask your lawyer if he had malpractice insurance? And their answer was, no, because then he'd think I'm going to sue him. Now, we all believe that everyone, you have to have auto insurance to drive. Why shouldn't you have to have malpractice insurance to practice law? It seems to be reasonable. It's related. You know, doctors have to have malpractice insurance. Why shouldn't lawyers? And yet, you know, the public is not educated as to what exactly lawyers have or don't have. But it's really surprised me that they believe that a good lawyer doesn't need malpractice insurance. Mm -hmm. And is it common in most other professional fields that there is some requirement of malpractice insurance? Yeah, with regard to doctors. My brother-in-law is a doctor. He's also on the medical board. You know, doctors have to have malpractice insurance to to practice it with regard to various hospitals. So they do have malpractice insurance, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, and I don't know about other professions, but I think that the public believes that doctors have malpractice insurance. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm not saying our focus group is absolutely correct because we only did a, a few people with, a, I mean, a few focus groups, but I thought I was, I was surprised by the results. Yeah. Well, Gene, what is the obviously you're preparing now your support for the for go, moving toward the, the Nevada Supreme Court in terms of some type of a decision. What's that process look like, and what do you think the timeline looks like? Okay, well, we we held back the malpractice while we pushed forward on the random trust accounts. That ADKT has been heard by our Supreme Court, so we will be shortly presenting to the Supreme Court what we refer to, refer to as ADKT, on malpractice insurance. 
having met with the Chief Justice, which we do on a regular basis of the Nevada Supreme Court, his expressed interest is in the cost. What is it going to cost? And, you know, basically putting my head around the cost, it comes down to basically 85% of our bar has malpractice insurance, okay? So we're not talking about 85% what's going to cost them. We're talking about what the cost is to the 15% that are currently uninsured. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that cost is going to be that substantial, okay? Because we have had quotes with regard to that. I believe that even in Las Vegas, which has a higher incidence of claims, I think that we can provide it to every lawyer for about one hour of their time, 250 an hour for a month to go towards their malpractice should be what it costs. Mm -hmm. So I think we can sell it to the court if they're willing to listen. Yeah, well, good. And we've always kind of argued that, you know, that for, for the fractional cost of a billable hour per month, the peace of mind in terms of client protection and lawyer protection, frankly, is, is the right way to go. Actually, uh, when you met with our Supreme Court and you made that statement, I picked it up <laughs> and I carry it because I think that's a good message to send. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gene, thank you. I appreciate your hard work on this issue. It's obviously an interesting subject and, and one that, uh, that other states are looking at and, and keep, us, keep us posted. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Thank you.